0: This is podcast number 469, and I'm Libby, your host, and this week we have returning guests.
3: Hi, this is Yusun, a costume designer and TV enthusiast melting in Los Angeles, California.
1: <laughs> this is Tom. I'm professor of communication and media studies at Palm Beach Atlantic University in West Palm Beach, Florida.
4: Hey, this is Peter. Uh, I write for Why So Blue and live in Hollywood.
2: And this is Allison, and I write reviews for Wade Mopoulos. All right,
0: let's get started off with the news. First
2: up, D and D,
0: as uh, Game of Thrones uh, fans used to call these guys, and now we hate them a lot, have are set to do a new Netflix series called The Three Body Problem, which is also based on a series of books, which is apparently their forte of screwing up. Uh, I'm not bitter or anything. I, I don't. I don't know what me? No, I'm not bitter. Anyway, I will not be watching this show purely because their names are on it. Uh, Mom on CBS may be canceled. They're still trying to figure out what they're doing when because Anna Ferris has exited the show. Ooh. They're, they're, they're not
1: gonna cancel it. They're gonna continue without her. I don't see how, but okay. because they built an, they built a strong ensemble cast including Jamie Presley and uh, and William Fickner. And they're start, they're scheduled to restart production on September fourteenth.
4: Okay. They do. Have a, they have a great. They do have a great ensemble cast. I agree. I just don't know how this works without Anna Faris. But I love the show. I love it. I I've, I've watched the whole the whole run of the show, especially through COVID, like more than once. So I'm a huge fan of that tradition. Wow. Um. But well, I, I don't. Yes, I have no. I I hope it works. But I thought Anna Faris was kind of the glue. Like um. So. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but I hope it's good.
1: They, they they got rid of they got rid of Charlie Sheen from Two and a Half Men. If anybody can figure out, it's Chuck Lorre. <laughs> thats true.
0: Yeah. Sure. yeah. Uh, next, uh, I have that Gina Torres has joined the cast of Nine One One Lone Star, which makes me very very happy. I yeah. I like Lone Star too. I really like the first season, and I love Gina Torres. So I was like, all right, I'm in. Oh, uh, you like this? Movie? Hmm. You
1: like the spinoff. I haven't tried it yet.
0: Yeah, I really do. I think that uh, Rob Lowe is a really good lead. He, he he does a really good job. I buy into his relationship with his son. Uh, I, I buy into the whole like format of how they set up. They, they set it up really well. Like There's a tragedy at the place he's about to take over, and he decides he needs to get out of New York City because he's got cancer and all of those things. <laughs> end up working out really well and and that's like the starting off point and then we get to meet everybody and I really like everybody that's on the show I thought they did a good job so if you've not watched Lone Star give it a shot alright and that's all the news I have because I got bored looking through news so go ahead Tom
1: oh geez okay ABC Signature has ordered a Women of the Movement limited series Uh, the first season will focus on Emmett Till's mother Amazon has announced that Alan Richardson has been cast as Jack Reacher for their upcoming series. He is a much more appropriate choice than Tom Cruise because Alan Richardson is six foot something tall.
0: And also uh, he's younger, but I, I don't know. I just saw the look. I was like, he just looks boring. He doesn't look interesting to me. Uh, anyway, continue.
1: Okay. Uh, Amazon also pulled the plug on Cortez y Moctezuma with Javier Bardem because of COVID. <laughs> and Carnival Rose Season 2 has wrapped post-COVID AMC cancelled Nostra 2 after Season 2 oh I knew Apple, that
2: thank you Apple oh has,
1: good That's Apple has so ordered a Mariah Carey Christmas special ugh uh, Warner, Warner Warner Media has acquired Master Molly an animated series for Boomerang uh, Anna, Fer- Anna Ferris is exiting Mom before Season 8 I just said and, that oh okay sorry <laughs> um, and also on CBS, Star Trek Discovery and One Day at a Time are going to air on CBS because they currently air on sister platforms. And they got nothing else. For oh, so Discovery
0: all. is going to air on CBS?
1: Yep, season one. Oh, I've already seen and season one, one, day,
0: one. And One
1: Day, and I... day at a Time. Uh, CBS All Access has scheduled the Stand miniseries for December 17th to start. T.I. is going to play Hip Hop Cop Derek Parker in the drama 24-7 from City Sin um, CW has turned a women in film fundraiser into a network primetime special uh, let's see HBO Max has set a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air unscripted reunion and has also set a West Wing reunion special which is specifically time to voting out- right NBC has pushed "This Is Us" and most of their scripted series, including the Chicago Trinity and SVU, to November. At Netflix, Harry and Meghan Markle have signed a deal to develop pretty much everything for uh, Netflix—movies, television shows, etc., etc. It's like—is that like the Obama deal where they just like do whatever you want? I'm wondering if the Obamas helped broker the deal because Harry and Harry and Barry are good friends, are buddies. And I bet you they, they're like, hey, come on over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it just sounds like the Obama deal. The Obamas were oh, like, they were like, here, I'm, here's money. Do the thing. Do whatever you want.
1: Uh, Jamie Foxx has signed a deal for a multicam sitcom inspired by his relationship with his daughter. You've already talked about D&D. Who cares? Uh, yeah. they've, ordered, they've ordered a Resident Evil series. Oh, anyway. I knew that. Uh- I almost, and then they've also ordered a drama series about Ayrton Senna, a Brazilian
4: race car driver. Ho- hold,
0: up, hold up a second. Peter, what were you going to say about the series? Uh,
4: no, I'm just saying I hope it's good. I, I, I um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of the movies. The movies are kind of, you know, junky or whatever, but the very 2000s, but I think, and I love the games. I've loved the two remakes that they've just done. So, yeah, I, I think it could work as a show. I, I think if I'm right and what I've heard about the pilot, is it, it focused on two teen daughters or something like? that? Is that what it is? It's it like on two time periods. Basically, one as a one as a kid, and then the,
1: the same one as an adult, as a thirty-something. Oh,
4: oh, okay. So, but I hope it's good. Yeah. I mean, of course, I, we don't know who's making. I don't even know who the cast is going to be. I mean, so. But yeah, yeah. I didn't. I did not finish Witcher. Um, but I liked what I saw. I just didn't finish it
0: for something oh i have a question tom since we're talking news uh did you hear about the witcher prequel that they're doing we talked about they're doing an animated ser- an animated movie prequel yeah but i heard that th- there's a new rumor that they're doing a live action prequel but i don't know if that's real that's have, why i didn't report it
1: if it's from we got this covered don't trust it because they they're terrible they're terrible
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay i'll wait they till i see it on hollywood reporter then all right
1: uh, um um Netflix is also greenlit a drama series about Ayrton Senna, a Brazilian race car driver, and they canceled alter- Altered Carbon after season 2. Oh, I did hear that. Oh, really? Okay. O- yeah. Oprah Winfrey Network has ordered Delilah from Greenleaf creator Craig Wright. It's about a southern lawyer with principles. <laughs> and- is that unusual? <laughs> like you said that like that never happens? <laughs> well, you, you that that, that, it's like that's a hand like, of teeth. It's about a female Southern lawyer with high principles. It's like um, okay. <laughs> um, Paramount Network has canceled sixty-eight whiskey after just one season, and True TV has canceled Andrea Savage's. I'm sorry, despite a previously announced season three pickup. Oh, I liked that show. Oh. Well, the good thing is anybody who is pay or play gets paid. Anybody who wasn't gets screwed no that's it
0: all right let's start talking shows let's start off with lovecraft country we're gonna talk episodes two and three and episode two was big like it was all the culmination of everything from the first episode but it was like all the information downloaded into your brain that you would ever want to know about everything that's happening like it was just so much happened in that one episode that I almost got whiplash. Like I was like, wait, what? Like, wait, he's who? And he's the bad guy. And then, Oh, dust.
1: Like, it was was crazy. Go ahead, Tom. No, I I was surprised. I thought that he might be a, you know, a recurring big bad or something. Oh yeah. He seemed intimidating.
0: He was scary. (laughs) And he had his liver removed like while he was awake. Like who does that?
1: Crazy
0: people. High core, high core. Yeah. Uh, so uh, basically it was the introduction of the cult. And I thought, I was hopeful that it would be more interesting than a regular land cult. But they have magic. So I'm like, okay, I'll take that.
3: Well, it was the introduction and then the decimation of the cult. <laughs> because they're pretty much done. Well, so, no, they I tell mean, you that, uh, oh,
0: they don't tell you that yet. Never mind. I watched episode. Yeah,
3: three. I was gonna
0: say that
3: Sorry. comes out later. Sorry. That comes out later. Um, I, thought it was I, interesting. I will say oh go ahead, Tom.
1: No, I thought it was interesting that the, the magic they had was kind of subtle because nobody except for the lead could remember what had happened. Right. That was pretty immediately. cool. and then he asked he, he asked for the their memories to be restored and she basically she doesn't even snap her fingers, you just hear you just hear um um a scream. As everybody <laughs> remembers, yeah. As everybody remembers now.
3: Um, I don't know where you're getting with the, like, only a little bit of magic, because they brought a person back to life. So, yeah. I'm gonna he go just... with a lot of magic. No, he was just, I like, mean...
0: saying the subtle use of it, so it wasn't, like, spells saying over there, waving hands. Yeah, it was it wasn't just Harry Potter. Yeah, it wasn't, like, Illuminatus or something like that, you know?
3: Right. Or, or, right. or the Scottish
1: okay, okay. play with the witches
3: right fair, fair enough. but here's the thing for me uh you know I think last week or the last podcast we had two weeks ago um I don't remember who on the podcast or I don't know who didn't like it that much or I, I don't remember but for me um and and since we're talking about both right two and three, three? Correct. um uh and I won't talk, I won't start I won't go into three yet, but the whole the whole series for me um, I love that I have no idea what's going on or what's going to happen. And I mean I knew I knew a lot more obviously, like you said with two, but then they like completely switched gears for three. So at first I thought that it, this was going to be more of like an anthology or like a monster of the week kind of a thing it like i was like whoa wait what and then i thought okay so there's not going to be a thread that kind of connects it i mean there'll be a light thread um but then and i won't talk about episode four but then it absolutely brings everything back but the fact that i didn't know or understand I kind of love it. I mean, and also the music. I'm always going on about the score and the music. I think someone again complained about the different music, the modern versus the like more period accurate kind of whatever. And I wasn't sure about it either. But I think it's like a great kind of. Um, I don't know how to describe. I don't know how I feel about it, except that I like it. At first, it was a little, um, if not off-putting, it was a little bit like, wait, what? um but i feel like the rhythm of the show is so out there and it, it's it tries to be a little bit funny and i say try because i think it is funny it you know but in a certain way and then it's dark and then episode three is like a nightmare i am gonna move right into three and then i'll stop talking three almost, almost maybe talk about the what? big death in two wait Tom, you go ahead
1: so, yeah, so,
0: so you
3: talk
1: about it. You talk about it. Yeah, you talk about I it. Go ahead. Right. They killed Courtney B. Vance at the end of two. Yeah, that was pretty oh, good. so yeah, sad. Yeah. Was
3: so sad. I totally I, forgot.
2: I George. I really do.
1: And, yeah. and not only that, but it has ramifications when they start three because it's they do a time jump, and they're talking about you haven't wanted to talk about that since it happened. Right. So. It's interesting. Here, here's what you're reacting to, you son, and I'm still a little bit on the fence. I'm I'm teaching, writing the drama pilot right now for um, a, a grad class. They haven't established a narrative pattern yet, right? Yes. And, and on one hand, that's kind of interesting, but on the other hand, it's kind of not interesting. It, it's kind of it could confusing. be confusing. Yeah.
0: It's,
1: yes. It's, yeah. If you don't know. It's kind of acting like an anthology within its own world. Yeah. Which it's breaking the rules a little bit, and the thing is yeah. because it's J.J. Abrams and um, and Jordan Peele, and ba- face it, let's be honest, both of their track ro- records are kinda up and down. So if, if you had other people, if you had people with more solid track records doing something non-traditional, that would be one thing, but both of these guys have been all over the place with their movies and TV shows. Yeah.
3: You know what? I think that's a fantastic point. And I would, I would have to say even jumping off of that. I wonder if the kind of schizophrenia of the show is because it's Jordan Peele versus JJ Abrams. I feel like JJ Abrams is definitely more traditional, you know, and kind of what we expect. And then I think Jordan Peele is definitely whether he is or trying, you know, really hard to be. I think that that I think it's actually palpable. I think that you've put a name to it for me. Uh, and I think that is what's actually happening. I don't I don't know that it's completely gelling and, and even though I, I mean I agree with a hundred percent what you're saying. I, I've landed on the, well, I like it, but, but, but yes, it it is, it is really weird, but I will go back to the Courtney B. Vance thing. I'm hoping because the show is all over the place. I'm like, Oh, well maybe he'll come back as a ghost. There'll be (laughs) (laughs) all bets are open on this one. Like he can do whatever he wants. I I will tell you this though.
0: There, there's a comment that happens in the ghost one.
2: I think it's the ghost one. Well, I know that there's something that they talk about in the one that we're not going to talk about. Oh, was it in that one? Oh, okay. Because
0: I I, I couldn't remember which one it was. But I was like, oh, we're going to do this. And uh, very quickly in the next episode, they're like, yeah, there's this thing that we can do. And I was like, yes, I knew it. I saw it coming. (laughs) So, um, and I'm trying to be vague, because strangely, HBO has released episode four, but it's for Sunday,
2: and we technically are not talking about it. Well, because they've only put it on HBO Max. Oh, is HBO. that? Oh, is that what happened? That's yeah. What yeah. Happened, so yeah.
0: confusing. Anyway, so um, just talking about let's move on to the third episode, which was basically a haunted house. And Allison, oh. why don't you talk? You haven't talked yet about it.
2: Okay. Well, I you know I, I just want to go back to two to one small thing is that you know I was so confused by the by the pacing of this thing and the way everything is like you were saying jumbled together. And you know, lightning fast, through yeah. everything. It's like I mean, literally, in two felt like we watched an entire season in one yeah. episode. Yeah, and it was so much like that that I actually went to the website just to see. Wait a minute, did I get this wrong? Is it only like a two-part series, or did or, or does this go on because it just seems so final? Um, and you know what I'm getting now from from three, and also the one we can't talk about, is that what they've what I think they've decided to do is take a trope um, from from science fiction, horror, you know thriller action uh, adventure movies, and do that each for episode. A week. So yeah. so each episode is devoted to a different thing so we get you know crazy satanic cult in one episode and haunted houses. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, that's yeah and, and like yeah, episode four yeah. is raiders
0: of the lost ark so yeah right yeah. so yeah.
2: everything yeah. has its own theme but it's 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 a continuing story and continuing characters but it's like each day each episode they find themselves in a new movie <laughs> uh, so that's kind of what i'm getting from it yeah wow that's, I that's, it that's it interesting she, the yeah. That yeah. sheltered me when I was watching three. Is when we got to the haunted house one, and I went, "They're doing this thematically." At least I think. I mean, it, yeah, it do- bought, it bought
0: definitely feels them. that way, and I and I'm on board now. Like they re- they got me. I'm I'm in.
2: Yeah, and and I I just loved the way they they did episode three. I mean the the whole thing with the uh, the the ghosts haunting because they they've been tortured and, and tormented and the the evil nazi doctor that that did terrible experiments and all of that um and they come and they combine that too with their racist neighbors and police force and i think and they do that great yeah they do I they I really they do really, really well, do. Like well. the biggest threat you know that's it's like they've got they you, you can't tell who's the bigger villain because they're being besieged from both sides. Right. And and it's just, I think it's just brilliant the way they handled it. Well, I want to give gotta gotta lip
1: say
3: service... That, oh. No, go ahead, Tom.
1: No, I,
2: I got to say that between
1: uh, Lovecraft Country and The Boys, they're trying to decide who can gross you out the most.
3: Yes! <laughs> yes! yes! I literally, I said that the other day. I was like, "Oh, I forgot. I'm not supposed to eat while I'm watching the boys." <laughs> like, I've got, I've got stuff, like, silly oh. you, son. I, I was like, oh, that's a big rule. Can't do that. Um, but I will jump off of the, the g- goriness, grossness. I almost bailed on the entire series. And you guys just heard how much I love it. But I do not do horror. I do not do gore. I do not, none of it. And Libby and I were talking about this, how she was like, oh, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I am not. And so I did the whole like hand in front of my eyes thing, you know, and I kept thinking like, why is my hand not bigger? I can still see stuff. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> I was like, this is terrible, and I was like, literally, the hand, the hand over the face wasn't enough. I had to cover my eyes. I mean, it was yeah. awful. But, but, having said that, I was brave enough to kind of peek every once in a while. Um, it was amazing. Like, I really, you know, I that that like little tiny head on that like huge oh. basketball body. Oh, that was that was
1: crazy this creepy
3: AF for real and I just I kept saying why am I still watching this and then (laughs) and then they brought it all the way back around so and and the actual story was excellent and all the things Allison said you know and the way I do want to give lip service because it seems like uh, the general i was gonna say we really we really need
0: to wrap it up so very quick I just want
3: to say this though because no one's talking about it it's based on a book and so, like, I, I, a lot of the stuff that we're kind of like, oh, this and that, like, the actual premise of the book is the combination of, like, the civil, you know, uh, the the Jim Crow kind of thing versus the, you know, supernatural, whatever. Like, that's not their ingeniousness. That's, it's for all from a book. So I just want to say that. As much as I love the show, they have a source material. So, but just to finish, I'm back on board. By the end, I was kind of like, oh, I was like, Libya, you might have to watch every episode first and tell me whether I can, like, handle it. But I was like, you're going to be my canary, and if you're alive at the end of the episode, I will tune in. But but <laughs> episode four, which we won't talk about, was totally not like that, so I'm definitely, definitely back in.
0: All right, next up, uh, we're all obviously giving these thumbs up, but next up, we're going to talk about The oh, Umbrella yeah. Academy, uh, episodes seven and eight. And episode seven was called... Olga for Olga, which uh, basically was pretty awesome. It was about five. Number five made a deal with um, what is her name? I forgot her (laughs) name. He made a deal to assassinate Fish Boy, whoever the he's basically Kate Walsh. uh, Kate Walsh, yeah. He made a deal to assassinate the head of the time travel bureau, and it's a fish with a human body. Don't ask. (laughs) It's really weird. Uh, but Seven goes to 1982 for for the mission. And he gets super bloody. He kills everyone. And it's just Everybody. like, wow. Wow. That was intense and amazing. And he did all of it so that he could get a time travel suitcase. Uh, so that he could get his siblings out of 1963 so they avoid the apocalypse. And all of it falls apart when he's trying to get everybody together because people don't show up. Different things happen. Allison gets waylaid by the, the Swedes. Vanya uh, uh, gets waylaid by the police and uh, Diego gets kidnapped into the future as happens to people all the time. So what did you guys think of that episode?
2: No, I, I thought it was, I thought it was good. I thought, I thought that it, it, you know, moved everything along really well, and also the reveal, which which again wasn't terribly surprising. That Vanya is is the source of well, the Well, we don't find it. that out until the of next. Of course, episode. she is. You know, I mean, it's like yeah, um, but uh, I mean, it, well, basically seven and eight, you know, together seven sets up eight. You know, it's like why, well, right. and then you watch the dominoes fall. Um, but uh, the the relationship between Vanya and and her her uh hostess girlfriend. and now girlfriend, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah well she starts out just as kind of hosting her family. I
1: would say house Rob, but I got scolded for that a couple <laughs> weeks ago <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah the, I, I love that you know they, they manage to, to take care of her abusive husband and then go on the lamb. and unfortunately it, it sort of ends rather quickly and Bonnie ends up in custody um, but I, I, I loved everything about it, and I loved Five... I mean, he has the reputation of being the world's greatest assassin, and he pretty much lives up to that uh, in, in this episode. He's good at his job. He yes, he He definitely is, no question.
1: How stupid was... Lu- was it Luther who called Olga in the phone book and starts threatening her? Oh, yeah, because he yeah. didn't
0: realize that it was actually a different language, right?
1: I thought that that was... I mean, had they portrayed him as being that doofus before?
0: Uh, pretty much, yeah.
1: Okay. I, I'm not digging him this season anyway, so, you know. Luther
0: is, is definitely a uh, weak link. Uh, but... an,
1: o- an overgrown ape.
0: <laughs> oh. So then episode eight, which is basically they do the reveal, and they're like, well, because everybody has to get, they kill one of the Swedes, or Allison makes... One of the Swedes killed the brother. Killed kill right. his brother, which is terrible, but I mean, they're the Swedes, so we're not supposed to well, kill them. Well, they that were one.
1: trying to kill her and her I husband. I know. Yeah. I know.
2: <laughs> all Self <fair>. defense.
0: <laughs> um, so, all of that worked into episode eight, where, like you said, you find out that Vanya is actually the one that causes the apocalypse. And they're like, well, we got to go rescue her, slave her, slash kill her. They they hadn't decided what they were going to do when they invaded the police station or the FBI building. And Vanya has, like, killed everyone. Like, people are, like, stuck to walls and everything. So what did you think of that episode?
1: Vanya's got issues.
0: (laughs) That's all you got? You just, (laughs) that's it?
2: Well, you know, when you're watching them torture her, it's like you're staring at the screen and you're going, You're going to really, really regret this Really, really soon Very
0: soon, yes
2: Um,
0: But yeah, I mean I like the pacing of the show where it's going Though I will have to say I do feel like an idiot for not realizing Vanya called the apocalypse again Like what does 2019 and 1963 Have in common? It has Vanya So That does seem super obvious That that was the answer Um but I like the. I also like that their dad is kind of in the background, figuring all this stuff out himself. And I want to see what he does at the end, how that all comes together. All right, it's if no, fun to
1: see the, the. It's fun to see the real version of their mother too.
0: Yeah, that's true. And, she, and, and oh, you're kind of suspicious—is
1: she going to be ill-fated since the the version we've met is a robot? Previously, is a robot.
0: Right. I don't think she's going to make it. All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, thumbs up. Uh, next up, we're going to talk oh, about. Oh, it was it was oh. number
1: one on Netflix last week too.
0: Yes. Uh, oh, cool. Next up, we're going to talk about Lower Decks episode three and four. And Peter, you haven't talked in a in an in a age. So, uh, what did you think of those two episodes? One was the one where I don't know anyone's you... name on Lower Decks.
4: Well, I mean, two episodes.
0: Well, we haven't done the podcast in two weeks,
4: so. Oh, I mean I, I mean, I mean, I don't remember... I just watched one this morning, which I like. I'm trying to... I don't remember... Well, there's one where
0: the daughter gets promoted and is a lieutenant. Is that the
4: one you watched? No, I watched the new one where the... Okay, well,
0: let's talk about the one where the daughter gets promoted first, because that was the one from last week. And basically, her mom is trying to figure out a way to get her a transfer.
4: Right, because she figures if she puts her in... um, like, if she promotes her and stuff, then she'll eventually quit. I think Yeah, because yeah. she'll
0: get, yeah, because first she tried to give her bad jobs, and her daughter, like, had fun doing the bad right, jobs. She likes those jobs. She likes it. And so then she's like, it, okay. And then the
1: EXO uses Jedi mind trick to tell the captain, What if you do this? I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good.
0: Um, and um, that didn't yes, work. So they promoted her, and, and it, like, made them closer. But as soon as she thought about all the responsibility and having to go to meetings and stuff, she's like, screw that. So she deliberately sabotaged herself to get demoted. So.
4: Right, right. Um, I mean, I thought it was. I think you. I mean, I like the show. I know Yusin really is not a fan. Uh, well, let's not bring I,
0: that into it. Let's I think I,
4: I enjoy the show for what it is. I, I like the characters, and I, I think it's a great. Idea overall, of the show. Although honestly, that episode I thought was okay. That's one of the weaker. I like, like
0: that one a lot because it was emotional content between the mother and daughter. Well, I like that. It's like the last two seconds of the thing.
1: The most well, they they, they of- finally acknowledged the relationship because right.
4: since the pilot. I'll, no, they did, and I'll I will give them that. I just didn't like. I mean, honestly, I'm struggling to remember. I'm like, uh, what was that episode again? Like, I just don't remember it that well. But I mean, I I don't think it was bad or anything. I just don't remember it like you guys um the new one i i just watched so but does anybody want to say anything about um the, this episode More, you guys no no go ahead what, what about the next one the next one i thought was a really cool concept because i was like that's the classic thing that we've seen where it's like oh you know your loser friend has a hot girlfriend and it's like she must be an alien and i was like well how are they gonna i was like i don't think with the way characters are written now, I'm like, I don't think she's going to be an alien. I'm like, it can't be that easy and everything. And I thought their solution was pretty good, that I was like, oh, that actually fits. Like, I um, I like that it's, one, it's more about the girlfriend and the main character bonding, and they become friends, which I thought was really cool. And then two, it's that he had a parasite, and it's more, they kind of leave it open that it's like, Perhaps the parasite is what made him more, um, like, had pheromones or whatever so that she found them attractive. Right. But it doesn't end that easily because she's just like, no, like, I'm not, like, I still like you and everything, you know. But it doesn't necessarily look like they're going to have a relationship. It's like, yeah, maybe. Um, the only thing I didn't like about that was more you're having the main character get so over-exaggerated about because he's not, like, a big tough guy. So her ex-boyfriend is like super awesome. So it's more about <laughs> he's trying to he's sabotaging the relationship at the same time that the main character is also sabotaging because she thinks he's an alien. But actually, I mean, but overall, I thought it was pretty good. Oh, and then I also liked I liked have, I really liked the two the two engineer characters and they want their C88s, but of course oh. that means they win the contest, they tie the contest, but it's like, "Oh, now you're going to go" to that ship that they think is so awesome. But of course it's so stressful to work at that ship. So they don't really want to work there. Um, I thought that was all pretty good. Like I, is also I just, I, I mean, my main thing, I guess I, what you guys are talking about the last episode. Yes. It was nice to see the mother daughter stuff, but I'm, I'm more like the dynamic of her and the nerdy guy. I think I just like their dynamic more. So it's more their friendship. So that to me was just more compelling. Um, But but they're not, I mean, none of these are bad. Like, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, but I enjoyed it. You know, I laughed at Uh, everything.
0: Tom, your comments
4: before? Yeah, there was, wait, there was Uh, one Easter egg. Was it a, oh, when they did the, was there like a data, a data joke? Well, oh, they, they
0: did a Picard joke in the episode they're, before.
1: Their Easter eggs come fast and furiously. They're, yeah,
0: they're really fast. Yeah, there was a Picard one the, and and a, and a Kirk one in the episode before. Oh,
4: there was a Kirk. Yeah, because he's like, oh, he's so Kirk or whatever. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Uh, but I, I appreciate that stuff. So I like that.
0: All right, Tom, I, you real quick, and then we wrap it up.
1: One thing I like about this show is it would work in live action. It's not so over the bro- over-the-top broad comedy- that it's far-fetched that it could happen with real actors instead of animation. So, you know, take that, for what it's worth, from a expert.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, next up, uh, let's talk about Transplant, which I, which is on NBC and Hulu. I meant to watch it, but I ran out of time. So, Tom, you're the only one who I think did watch it. So, what did you think?
1: Oh, the, seriously? I liked it. Uh, the, the, uh, the basic pitch is a uh, a Middle Eastern doctor who isn't licensed yet to practice in the US is working basically at a convenience store and then a truck crashes through and so he gets separated from his from his sister but there's this whole thing where he gets taken to the hospital he's under suspicion right right away because it could have been a terrorist attack and he's Middle Eastern and he ends up saving John Hanna's life by doing a very risky medical procedure but uh it basically served to introduce the, the the different characters in the hospital, kind of you know, kind of like a Grey's Anatomy without well, people bed hopping everywhere. But the episode ends with um, John Hanna calling him in after he's released by the police because he'd been running away from the cop. And it's a Canadian production that uh, that NBC picked up because of COVID. But uh, the, the the Canadian cop had been asking him throughout the episode. Is He thought he might have been involved or known who was driving the truck and it could have been a terrorist attack. Uh, One thing that I thought was kind of lame is when the cop finally lets him go, he doesn't apologize for the way he's treated him. But John Hanna, uh, he's told that there's one more doctor you need to see. And it's John Hanna basically saying, I interviewed you once and that didn't go well. Let's try it again. So, uh, but, but it's a nice, it's kind of interesting to see what other countries think about the world situation with the anti-Arab uh, discrimination, and it was a nice... I mean, the uh, the leads are all appealing. Uh, John Hanna plays the senior doctor, and Tori Higginson from Stargate Atlantis plays another senior doctor. So um, I'll watch. Oh, and it was huge, huge ratings in Canada. It was like their biggest show of the springs.
0: Oh, nice. I'll check. I recorded it, and I meant to watch it, but it did not happen. So... Uh, thank you for, for checking that out for us. Um, next up, we're going to talk about Away, which is a show that dropped on Netflix on Friday or Thursday or <laughs> one of those days. I don't know. Uh, but I liked it because it was – I mean, it's technically sci-fi. It's astronauts trying to get to Mars. But it's more a character piece, and it's more large vistas. Like it was really long cuts, really beautiful shots – uh, and it, it was more emotional journey. An
1: Oscar-winning lead.
0: Yeah, it's it, it was it's very much a drama more than it's a sci-fi. Like sci-fi is there, but it's definitely yeah they they won an Emmy for this, <laughs> like, you know. So it's it's definitely a drama, and I got a little misty-eyed a couple of times, and I liked how they resolved the issue because there was a point where the conflict is she gets up into space she's she, there's doing a pit stop on the moon and she's ready to go to Mars and then her husband has a stroke and the conflict is do I go home for my daughter take care of my daughter where my husband's had this stroke what do I do and, and there's this point where I was like well I think less of her or more of her like I myself was like I don't know what she should do because uh, it's once in a lifetime to go to Mars you know what I mean so it's like She's been training for this, and they show that she started training when her daughter was a baby, and her daughter is like fourteen. You know what I mean? So it's like, what do you, what do you do? Um, and I like how they resolved that conflict in a way that didn't make her look like a monster or anything. I thought that was pretty good, though. I kind of saw it coming a little bit. What did what did you guys think? Who who else saw it?
2: I saw it. I did. Um, and and I. I don't know. I'm more mixed about it. There are things to really like about it. Um, like you said, the, the cinematography is lovely. Love the special effects um, are really great. Kudos to them for their attempt to create uh, one-third gravity on the moon because that's a really hard thing to do, and most don't even bother. And, and I really like their attempts to show that. Uh, you know, there's there's certain things that I enjoyed, but then on the other hand, it gets really soap opery the all the stuff about the husband having the the stroke and all of that like right out of the gate the the uh, accident that everybody's blaming her for which is nonsense well what uh, what
0: was trip is they made the russian such an obvious bad guy i was like really why why is the russian well, that, that's, that's that the only thing favorite. that i felt like was super old school he's russian See, of course he's other, the bad that's guy that's my yeah. other
2: it, that's my other issue is that right now her Shipmates are stereotypes because the the two who were who were on Preach. her side, yeah, the, the two who who were on her side were the British guy and the Indian guy, and the other two we've got we've got the nasty boastful Russian and we've got the inscrutable Chinese woman. Yeah, that's a literally she doesn't stereotype. talk unless it's to, to say something nasty about her. Yeah,
0: and, and I, I, say, I I and will say th- I I will say I will say this. I really do feel that the Chinese woman is gonna swing back to her side first because she seems much more like she didn't seem like she held a grudge. It was just she thought that the commander actually did something incompetent. like that she didn't lie in her report. but she you could the Russian straight up lied in his report. but the the Chinese woman, I really do feel like she told the truth as she saw it from her point of view. It was slightly different than the view that we saw from
2: uh, the leads, but it did yeah, feel well, like the truth. And I except and that I, both of them were saying that she was the one who caused the accident. No, 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 and no, no. Literally, that's literally, not it's what not she like said. The guy who, who caused the accident died. He's right there saying, "Yeah, I'm the one who did it." Right? No, uh, no, no,
0: no, no, no. She, did, the Chinese woman, actually does tell the truth. She doesn't say that she did it, that she caused it. But what she did say is. Cause what caused the fire was her using the shirt and the shirt had her sweat on it and it did make the fire happen. And the Chinese woman said she yelled at her not to do it. And she, it was too late. Like by the time she yelled, it was too late and the fire. had started. So I got, when I watched it, I got the impression that the Chinese woman was legit in her. Just like, why didn't she know this? And she actually blames herself. The captain blamed herself. She's like, yes, I should have known this. So I don't think that they're that far apart. I really do think that they just need to... Without the Russian dude just, like, speaking in the Chinese woman's ear, I feel like she's going to come over and and be on her side way faster. And I think she's more... I don't think she's really an enemy. I think she legit was like, she should have known how to do this.
2: Yeah. Well, but it's just the way that they portrayed it and the particular characters they had with that that impression. I mean, it, it just... Like I said, it just it reinforced a terrible stereotype, and yep. you know also they're supposed to have been working together now for two training. years, yeah. two years. Yeah. They should know each other better than, than to snipe like that. Yeah, that's and, and if they're and they are such striving, they should between play. them still. Yeah, yeah they shouldn't be on the mission if that's it. that's true. I, I yeah. agree, but I, she I,
0: did show that before the accident happened, they were all getting along great. But I feel like in yeah. the training they would have put. False, you know. Part of the training is to overcome conflict. So you put them together for two years, and you give them conflict and make them resolve it. And so they should have been able to resolve this conflict better. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not going to disagree with you on that, but I'm still on board. I think I I think that the, I really like the lead. I think she's amazing. Oh, I uh, like it. It's yeah, funny. and I and I want to see them work together. I want to see them. You got to have a little conflict, but you're right. The the Russian is so – he's so stereotypical, it's actually annoying. Um, But I I do want to see how they go. Go
1: I'm more with Allison on this than you, Livia. I thought it was just a little too self-important for its own good. I didn't like the structure because, you know, oh, we got these glimpses of the accident. It's like, dude, just tell it in a standard (laughs) chronological (laughs) order. Stop trying to build – Usually, when they do stuff like that, they know that something's not working dramatically. Yes, yeah, it's a false tension. Yeah. Even though, in, even though it seems elegant for the husband to recover enough from the stroke to say, "You go do it," it's That's also not kind realistic. of a narrative. Yeah. it's It's a narrative cheat too, because I don't know. I I will watch another episode, but I was not digging it. <laughs> to like I told a friend, I was not blown away
0: oh that's (laughs) terrible all right let's move on let's move on uh next up uh we're gonna talk about the boys season two and i will preface this in saying i only saw the first episode bloody good i yeah i mean it dropped friday so i only watched the first one and it did start off a little slow but by the time the the premiere was done i was like all right It, it felt like the boys by the time it can was I done.
1: can I can I address another nitpick? Go ahead. Can we stop doing the X Files resolution to cliffhangers, where you bring back part two in a completely unrelated storyline, and then by episode's end you start resolving the cliffhanger from the previous episode? Because that that's that's old. I don't know. And what for you're a serialized about. show, because the cliffhanger of season one of The Boys is. Butcher finding out oh, that right. A, his wife is alive and B has produced a son with Homelander. Right. We don't get Butcher's return till the end of episode, episode one, one and right. we don't find out more stuff to episode two. It's like, oh come on, you kept us waiting for a year. Resolve the cliffhanger first. Don't, don't play games <laughs> with us. It's just old it's I hate that format. It's just, you know, come on. Rant over.
2: Okay. Uh Allison, your thoughts? Um, other than that, which I agree with, by the way, um, I, I really, I really liked it. I really enjoyed the episode. Um, I, I did want, you know, to, to see the resolution of certain things. It's like, where's Billy? Why is this going on? But, uh, still, you know, I, I liked seeing where, where everything was going. I liked the introduction of Giancarlo Esposito's character. Oh, he was so good!
1: Everything's
2: better! He's like bacon for
1: television shows. <laughs> everything's better with Giancarlo Esposito. Well, because
0: what's so great is there's that scene where Homelander tries to intimidate him. He's like, he's like, my contract is up. I'll just leave, and blah blah blah. And he says, and he's waiting, and he's waiting, and Giancarlo just stares at him. And I was like, oh my god, it's Chicken Man. And he just Giancarlo stares at him.
1: knows what's what.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. and it's just like he's like. It's almost like he wants to check his eyeballs like why is my intimidation not working? Like he was really confused and and then Giancarlo explained to him how intimidation
3: really worked. <laughs> so it was yeah. so good. I wanna that's really funny, Livia. But I wanna interject because I as 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 good as he was in the scene 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 in particular for sure, I'm I'm actually the opposite. I was I thought it was uninspired casting because that's pretty much what he does. Like, it's kind of like if I want to say Tom with the bacon. Like, sure, bacon with every breakfast is amazing, but sometimes I want sausage. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I don't <laughs> want bacon. So, for me, I was a little disappointed. I was like, oh, it's, it's him doing him. You know what I mean? So, like, I thought the casting was uninspired. Sure, when he was in the scene, he, you know, he he. It, but for me, and and going forward, because I've, you know, I saw three episodes he's definitely a huge part of it so i i actually found that the most uninteresting uh, of the the first episode slash the first three because i've seen it before and he does it well but i don't he hasn't all the way up to th- the th- third episode he does not give me anything new at all nor does the script for him so that's that's actually a thumb, thumbs down, even though I think he's great. Um, but the other thing I want to say is, besides the joke I made earlier about how violent and bloody it is, I can't believe I had forgotten it. But, but the thing I will have to say is, I'm so tired of the heads exploding. Like, they're obsessed with heads. It's like, it's like a finish. It's like, can you take a different body part, please? Like, they, explode, they do. They exactly. get chopped they off. They get their necks broke. I was like, what is up with the heads? There are lots of body parts, people. So, like, that was really terrible. Um, and then the other thing I'll say about body parts oh, my God, that creepy um, chop me up for money whore thing. That Gecko. was crazy. Oh, right. And yeah. He was getting his was arm cut crazy. off. Yeah. Yes, it was crazy. And so, I mean, I knew obviously it was going to be some sort of, you know, pay for play. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right. But, you know, but I just didn't know where they were going with it. And I, you know, and so this is what I will say about the show Every convention, like every, they just, there's a line and they just skip hop, jump over it. You know what I mean? They like, it's just crazy. So the show is for me a little bit hard to watch because again, it's like super gruesome. But because the show literally that's its thing, the meat and potatoes. I'm okay with it but what what I love even more though is just how uncomfortable the show makes me. So uh, it's it's definitely its own thing for me. You know, I you know I have those slots and it, for me it fills this you know, weird, you know, kind of a, I mean, it's awful. It's, it's actually hard for me to watch, but it's fascinating. Um, and I think they cross the line so many times. The last thing I will say is I'm getting a little sick of Huey because I know he's the conscience of the show and of Butcher. And in fact, one of the characters pretty much just says it like, that's why we're keeping him around. Cause he's clearly useless. Episode
2: three,
3: though. Yeah. Oh, well, right. Right. But I think, are we not talking about all three or are we no, Joe? I don't know. What's I'd happening. rather not. Oh, okay, that's fine. That's fine. So then, but then I won't talk about that. But overall, even I'm still a little, I'm still a little, I'm over it. I thought it was endearing and cute and, you know, fish out of water and the mascot and the whatever. He's
0: very much jealous of Butcher and he wants to be the leader and that makes him, he makes him, he's not an innocent anymore. It very much makes it feel like he wants power. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So I don't like that. So that to me, I'll just end there by saying that to me was the the weak point because I definitely, definitely liked him. I thought he was the strong point uh, in the season one, but I do not like how they're they're making him whiny and power hungry and all of that stuff. All that charm and endearingness is out the window. So I don't know how I'm going to get a brown, get back to liking him. But for me, I'm still I'm so happy they're back, and the show is everything that it was for season for sure.
1: All right. Uh... Two, two takeaways from what you just Go said, Yuseon. One, you don't love bacon like the rest of us.
4: <laughs>
1: and, and two, the, if, if if the boys if the boys had a line, they would blow its head off.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right,
1: let's well, you'd be good. I'll give you that
0: one. Uh, I wanted to move on. Uh, let's talk about uh, the show that dropped on HBO Max, not HBO, but HBO Max, called Raised by Wolves. I want to make that distinction. Because HBO was very upset that that, that uh, the HBO original stuff, HBO Max original stuff, would dilute its brand. Because how do you tell what's quality and what's not? And uh, this is definitely like the reason. Not I, quality. It's well, it's not that it's not. Well, <laughs> the thing is, when I watch the show, it's a weird conundrum of they spent a gazillion dollars on the visual effects. The visual effects. Yeah, they did. Amazing. They spent $5 on the costumes and the sets. So, like, we, of the spaceship, we see one hallway and one bridge. Like, that's it. Like, are you kidding me? And then when they're on the planet, we're in one valley. Like, I was like, what? it, it everything just looks so, so cheap. cheap. Yet, at the I same have to time. To
3: that. I have to re- Go ahead. Go ahead. I have to I have to respond to that. I think that was the point. I think it's supposed to be cuz clearly we've just agreed that they had the money for it. So that's an artistic conscious choice. I think that I I'm a huge fan. You want to talk about Bacon? I love Ridley Scott. I mean, I even watched that horrible 1492 movie about Christopher oh, Columbus. Oh, and you know, wow. <laughs> Seriously? trash um but so my point <laughs> is i tuned in i tuned in cuz i was like oh it's ridley scott so here's the thing for me i think the 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 production value or the sorry the production not the value but the look of it design design, design um, yeah the, it really it reminded me of the prometheus movies when he brought back you know those that yeah, series but those of aliens. movies of the- good this does not look good No, but my point is, I'm not, I don't know, but I think it was a conscious choice. I do not think it was like a lazy choice. Maybe it didn't work for you, Libya, but I definitely think that, it, it wasn't a like oh we, we've run out of money or we don't care about the production design i think it was a strong artistic choice and i'm not saying a good one i'm saying they chose it powerfully but i'll move on because i i will i think i pretty much from what i've gathered pre-podcast and whatnot i think i like the show the best uh, and again maybe i'm a little you know biased because i'm a huge fan of ridley scott i did not actually like his uh, you know his redo or his prequels of of um of Alien yeah. as much as I thought I would. Um, I loved however,
0: Prometheus.
3: I, this is one of yes, my like I,
0: I really love Prometheus. Yeah, you
3: see, did? that? I didn't know. That. Yeah, but I did. This is. Uh. Yeah, but this is yeah. I didn't like it that much. And 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 here's the thing. This is what I kept thinking. Uh, when I was watching the show, I was like, "Yeah, like this is what I wanted." Like, and I think he needed a series to do it. So I love the idea that he can unfold all of this uh, really slowly. And yes, the the first episode is is kind of slow, but again, I the slow. <laughs> have... well, <I'm> <laughs> I think Tom has something <laughs> to say. Well, yeah, I, I'm almost done, but it's yes, but I think that the, again, that pacing, the unraveling, it's like pulling a thread. Um, you don't have any idea what what even the material is. I know I'm always using custom design things, but for real, I, I just it felt like a thread and I thought what what is it gonna be? What's the quilt gonna be? What's the shirt? Like I don't know. So I didn't mind that. It was deliberately pay slowly for me. However, I think Peter said this at some point, a uh, pre-podcast. Um, boy, do they just take off afterwards? And then there's all sorts of story. they like, you know, they explain a lot in in episode two are we only doing the first two or are we doing the first three you
0: guys can talk off three if you want but i want to okay. i want so, to but hold up i want to let other people talk because peter hasn't I, talked i just wanted no, like no, i just
3: want to just wanna finish by saying that uh that i think that i mean because i'm really interested to hear what the problems people had with the show because i had very few problems with it i i really liked the look and i like the pacing and i love where the story is going they dump a lot in episode three i won't talk about it go ahead somebody else Uh, Peter, you go, you haven't talked in a while.
4: Um, I, I only saw the pilot. Um, I thought that, yeah, I don't know. Like, um, I I think that, I think Houston's right that like, I mean, it's Ridley Scott and it's Warner brothers. So they did spend a lot of money on it. I'm just, I don't know, like the costumes and like there's just certain things where the design choices I I agree with Libya. I just thought look kind of cheap. Like now, do me wrong. Like the big finale at the end, the big spaceship thing, that all looks fantastic. All the all the big effect stuff looks great. That looks like like Libya said money. Um, but anyways, getting past that, um, I thought is her name Amanda Collins. She's this. I looked her up and she's this Danish act- actress I've I've never seen before, and she actually doesn't have a lot of stuff to look up because the big thing i was curious about was i was wondering if mother and father the actor and actress who were playing them i was wondering if they had a background in like modern dance because of what i liked a lot about the first half hour although i agree with tom that i think i do think it was kind of slow i liked how their interpret these performers their interpretation of being androids had a what I would say is kind of like a modern dance esque quality to them. Like, that's an excellent I point. I don't mean like the fight scenes. I mean just like the yeah, way they, just the way they moved. moved. I know what you're talking yeah, about the way they inhabit space and stuff. That stuff I really liked. I was like, well, oh, that's kind of interesting. You know, I will say only because Allison brought up the um, the other show having a possible kind of stereotype of um, of an Asian character. I was bummed when uh, I think. There's a little Asian girl, Tally, And I think she's yeah, like she's
0: the, the first, first one to die.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, and we, yeah, but you know what? They, they make up for it. And I, that's all I'll say.
4: Oh, I know. But then, but they, yes, I know we get more at the end, but I mean, like, I, but, but our main characters are basically the woman playing mother who I like. I think she's an interesting actress. And then just this kid who's just like little white boy. And I was like,
0: eh. well, and father, think, to be fair, uh, father is a main character for most of it. He is. But then he
2: gets killed.
1: Yes, like, I know, but I'm just saying keep, in the pilot. Keep watching, Peter.
2: In the pilot, I, I, I'm just going to remind you that he's a robot.
4: Yes, he is a robot. Yes. Um, but I guess my feelings honestly through most of the 52 minute premiere I thought it was okay and I am a, I'm also a, I am a fan of the production and the ideas of Prometheus. There's a bunch of there's narrative things in Prometheus where it's like, ah, it's kind of silly. But like, I still overall. <laughs> I still overall hey, hey, this. hey,
0: let's, we're, we're on the show. We're not talking about Prometheus. So let's move I on. Know,
4: raised, I know, but. But raised, with Raised with Wolves, I was, the whole time, even though I thought it was slow, I did like that I was like, I don't quite know what is going on with Mother. Is, she, is it just that she's malfunctioning? Does she have a higher purpose? So when she but That's finally, the whole point. That's literally the whole point. Oh no no, I like that. That's what I like. No, absolutely. And so when she when the when the human religious group in their over over the top kind of Spanish conquistador kind of like <laughs> old, like outfits show up and I was, and their spaceships called heaven I was like okay. I was like really leaning hard into this faith versus science thing, which is fine, you know. I totally enjoyed when she took control and killed everybody. I thought that you was enjoyed very enjoyed when cool. she
0: killed everyone.
2: Oh, yeah. It was very You're very
4: monster. I mean, it was crazy. We were trying it was crazy. To kill
2: her, so. I, well no,
4: yeah. I mean it was very engaging and I was okay, maybe enjoyed is the book. But I'm just saying I was very into it. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, like she's kind of like a Greek yeah. where it's like she's got they're like, don't look at her and she ah, like all that was great. You know, like I my thing was my only thing though And this is where I don't know, because you guys will have to say who've watched more of the episodes. I don't know how interested I am in... It ends with, so she brings more kids back, not all the kids. She brings some kids back, and she's like, oh, you know, please show these kids around. And obviously her main son is a little nervous, and I think the kid says something like, I knew I couldn't trust her. Now, Libby and I talked about this off podcast. Yes, I don't want her to be a perfect good robot who's Awesome. It makes sense to have her flawed and she's got – like, of course, she has to have qualities where we're like, "Eh, I don't know about this.
3: Well, that's where (laughs) – but that's what you get in two and three. That's what you get in two and three. So that's why I think – I I want to interject. I think a lot of the problems that you have with the show, or at least a few of them – Definitely are addressed in two and three, and that's why I like the show because because well, it, it, it's fresh. Which is fair. Yeah, which is, well, I haven't sort seen. Of, two, so sort of. Sort of.
2: Th- the thing is, you know, I mean, I I don't want to get into two and three because there are people in the podcast who haven't seen this yet, so I don't want to introduce spoilers, really. But I I mean, but yes, there is there. See, I'm sort of in the middle. There are things about the show that I liked. There are things about the show, however, that I'm finding problematic, and I'm less concerned. Necessarily with things like the the sets of costumes, which I mean, I'm a Doctor Who fan. I can take really <laughs> <cheaply>. <laughs> okay. But give Ooh. me a really great story and really great characters. And my problem with this show is that yes, some of the characters are, are interesting and they have interesting concepts, and they do introduce more layers to this in the next two episodes, which I won't <laughs> get into. Um, but my problem is that and and this is very Ridley Scott. He he's very slapdash when it comes to to the actual storyline and scripts and characters. And it's it looks, mm. it looks great in concept. Thank you. Uh looks great in concept, but when you get down to the to the details, there are things that don't add up. So I'll agree. you're told things, you know, one minute and then five minutes later or the next episode they are completely flipped on their heads and it's not a situation where it's like okay well we saw it from one perspective but now we're finding out what the real story is it's it's like they forgot what they wrote in the first episode and gave us something completely different in the second and and it just gives you the sense of narrative whiplash so uh, that that just annoyed me and it it so there, you know, there are things where I'm going, oh, that's a great concept. That's interesting. That's a neat twist with a character. But at the same time, what the hell are you talking about? You said something completely different before. And wait a minute, five minutes ago you did this. Now you're doing that. And you get that all through all three episodes that I've seen so far. And so, I, you know, like I said, I'm kind of mixed. There are things about the show I like and things about the show that I think are really slapdash. Uh, let, let's, Tom, uh, what did you think real quick?
1: I'm I'm with Allison on it, and here's the problem, and this is is not confined to just this one show. There is a trend among some of the streaming shows that you can tell they didn't write a traditional pilot, because the pilot is incomplete by itself. And if you have to watch three episodes to start to figure out what the show is kind of about, and who the main characters are, that's a problem. Because most, you know, a, a traditional show doesn't have that luxury. Whose story is it? Is it mothers? I, is it the kids? Is it Ragnar Lothbrooks?
3: I mean... I don't <laughs> have a problem with that at all. I don't have a problem with that at all. That's my point. I don't have a problem... Because it's different. I, I think that all the other... For me, I think it's... It makes you do more work. It makes you wait. Like, I really, really think that that is actually what I like most about the show. But most, that people it, aren't,
1: most people aren't patient enough yeah. like we are. Well, I'm not most, people. At well, well, most people,
3: and most need
1: ah, to be patient. I think you people said, need you said, to. Be let, me said. let let Tom Let's talk, say, please. Let me finish. Just it's it, it's just such a hodgepodge. It, it's like they took Kingdom of Heaven and Prometheus and put them in a Cuisinart. And <laughs> I don't know what this. You know, I'm not sold, and I don't think this. The, the guy running the show shouldn't be running a show yet because he's not. He's not. He doesn't have the street cred. And he doesn't have the storytelling skill because it's right now it's just it's a hot mess and and not a good hot mess like uh, like uh, uh, Lovecraft Country is Lovecraft Country. We know it's based in a book, so they have source material. They're 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 adapting and, you know, they have, you know, two really prolific writer producers working with the source material. But this guy, you know, I'd never seen his name before, and after watching three episodes, and he, I think he wrote all three, it's like, what are you doing? I mean, ugh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Tom,
0: <ugh. laughs> that is That is Tom. That's not even a thumbs up or down. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, but we need, to, we need to start wrapping this up. So um, I'm not entirely sure where we came down on Raised by Wolves. Somewhere in the middle. I think everyone's vote. Uh, so I guess the, the advice is check out the pilot see what you think. Um, all right. I think they give it two. So that's all that we have for this week. If you want to, you can send your questions or comments to tvcampfire@gmail.com. gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter or on Facebook. And this is on FitThePointRadio.com, Krypton Radio, Weednopolis, and iTunes.
2: And we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.